With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Later with Lee Matthews. The Lee Matthews Podcast. More of what you hear weekday afternoons on The Drive. Senator James Langford joining me this afternoon. Good to have you along, Senator. You bet. Good to hear from you again. And I know everybody's talking about Ukraine. What can we do with them? What should we do with the Russians? So let me talk to you what we have done already. So in 2017, a whole group of Oklahomans went to Ukraine, trained the Ukrainian military on how to be able to fight the Russians. We trained them in anti-tank weaponry. We trained them in anti-aircraft Stinger missiles. We trained them how to shoot. We trained them how to engage medical care. Uh, we've since provided them any tank, any aircraft, small arms, munitions, uh, food, supplies, intelligence. But for whatever reason, the Biden administration has decided if they get old Soviet era aircraft from Poland, that's going to suddenly be provocative to the Russians, which just seems nonsensical to me. If we're helping the Ukrainians with intelligence, we've got sanctions on the Russians. They're getting shot in the face in their helicopters with our Stinger missiles. If we're uh, uh, putting their tanks away with any tank, that suddenly somehow the Ukrainians having aircraft to be able to defend their people on the ground is provocative, seems seems absolutely out of balance to me. So that's the one big piece we're helping to push uh, on this administration and say, let's provide them aircraft as well so they can defend themselves against Russian aggression. I am a little surprised at Russia. I mean, I know maybe they haven't, uh, maybe they're fighting this with one hand tied behind their back, but the idea that they're reaching out to China for support just tells me, huh, they're not as fierce as they are pretending to be. Well, they, I would tell you, for me, the folks that are in our military, it's not just the strength of your weaponry, it's the capacity of your logistics. And that's mm-hmm. where the Russians are proving to be extremely weak is in the capacity of their logistics, getting fuel, food, getting supplies. There's all these reports out of Russian soldiers out of gas and going and smashing into convenience stores uh, in Ukraine to be able to steal food out because they don't have supplies. So that's been their big challenge. So they're trying to live and breathe off of cruise missiles and uh, artillery at a distance because they can't keep their tanks and their their, uh, infantry moving. So that's the big issue. And quite frankly, that's not a surprise. Everyone understands Russia has very powerful weaponry, uh, but they're not organized and they're not detailed and can't handle logistics. Yes, as far as I as I have read, uh, even the leader of the military, the, the the minister in charge of the military, has no military experience. Yeah, I, w- I would tell you, I've got a friend of mine and several folks I know in Ukraine, former members of parliament, people I've interacted with in the times I've been back and forth into Ukraine over the last several years. Uh, they would tell you that some of the folks they have captured in the street that are Russian soldiers are saying, we have no idea what we're doing here. We want to go home. We were told this was a military exercise. Uh, his clear statement to me was a pretty strong statement. He said, we don't hate the Russians. We hate what the Russians are doing. And uh, he's saying continue to be able to pray for us and uh, pray that uh, we'll have the supplies and the capacity to be able to push these folks out. And uh, the uh, president, uh, Zelensky, he seems to be the real thing. 
Yeah, Zelensky, you talk about your first real battle test. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a massive battle test for him. He is a he's a Hollywood actor, but he's kind of facing the same moment that Ronald Reagan faced as an, as an actor uh, to be able to step up and to say, no, I really believe these principles. Uh, and he is standing by his nation. And it, the, one of the embarrassing things that I felt uh, from the Biden administration early on when the Russians were attacking is that they sent a word and then released it publicly uh, that we, we're allowing or we're encouraging Zelensky to be able to leave his country and to be able to flee out of his country. I can't believe we even brought that up to him yeah. uh, and then announced it publicly that we're encouraging him to leave. Zelensky said, no way, I'm staying and I'm going to continue to be able to stay with my people. And he's proven to be a great leader in this moment here to be able to rally troops. Senator James Langford with us on uh, The Drive with Lee Matthews. Listener Scott is already sending me a uh, text message on uh, social media about the recent votes on the Violence Against Women Act, which also, am I correct, that also kind of turned into the omnibus bill? Uh, his accusation that is... Was all- well, his accusation is many Republican senators voted for this bill, and um, he's using the tail end of it, the so-called um, the so-called boyfriend clause, which, as I understand, was taken out in order for some Republicans what? to support it. That's correct. So the, the 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 boyfriend piece was taken out. There were some Second Amendment issues. There's there was a a, a 1.5 trillion reasons to vote against that bill in the omnibus. So there was 12 bills that were crammed together. They literally had no time to see the light of day. Uh, they, in fact, they didn't even go through committee in the Senate. There was not a single amendment, not a single debate, not even committee on anything on this one and a half trillion dollars. Then they put in the Violence Against Women Act to be able to renew it. That's uh-huh. an older bill that was getting some tweaking on it. They put that in that to be able to renew that as well. I'd say there, there's also $10 billion in new earmarks that are in it including things like derelict lobster pots and all kinds of craziness, and a hardcore $300,000 of federal dollars that was sent to a hardcore anti-gun group with federal money uh, to be able to, a group that has on their own website that the Second Amendment is a white supremacist uh, part of our Constitution and needs to come out. Uh, That was one of the earmarks that was actually put in the bill. So lots of problems in that bill. And no, I have no problem voting against it. Okay. And is it, uh, where is it now? Has it passed or is it waiting to be voted on or? Oh no, it's on the president's desk. It came out of the house. It it got, it got dropped in the middle of all the stuff with Ukraine. They dropped the bill. Uh, the house got it at one 30 in the morning on Wednesday morning. They then voted on it later that same day, then sent it over to the Senate to be able to vote on jammed it through the Senate to be able to be voted on on Thursday of last week. President's already signed it. So, no, it's done. This is one of those dark of night. Pay attention Mm -hmm. to Ukraine and then watch what else Pelosi and Schumer are going to try to do at the same time. Speaking of which, I'm hearing talk of even a new variant. I'm fascinated, Senator James Langford, when I walk around town and still people see people wearing masks. I want to go up to him and say, are you still playing COVID? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know what? They're an American. Uh, I need to have the freedom to not wear my mask. They need to have the freedom to wear their mask. That's fine with me if they want to wear it. I like breathing more than they do. Maybe they think it's going to prevent springtime pollen. Uh, but if they want to, if they want to wear the mask, that's fine with me. Just don't make me wear it. And I've been fighting like crazy to be able to push back on the uh, Department of Transportation in this requirement they continue to put out on airlines that you have to be able to wear your mask on airlines. 
I'd say even in the airport, uh, we don't have to wear it in a restaurant or the mall or a church or anywhere else. To be able to wear it in an airport is nonsensical. But the cleanest air I breathe all week is the air in that plane because of all the HEPA filters and everything that are on that plane. So uh, we're working to be able to get that knocked out as well so people can actually breathe on a plane again. And I thank you for joining us today, uh, Senator Langford. Well, I'm glad to be able to do it all or anytime. Thanks for listening to Later with Lee Matthews, the Lee Matthews podcast. And remember to listen to The Drive live weekday afternoons from 5 to 7, an iHeartMedia presentation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.